Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Discover the power within Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly. Like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank goodness. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, baby. Today's show is called Don't Believe the Gripe with Billy Crosby. Healing is a release from fear. That was a release. That was a release. The moment we stop grumbling and surrender to life's embrace, we realize that there is nothing attacking us and there is nothing to defend. And during the second segment, cat whisperer Billy Crosby gets Daryl and Ed purring with today's daily word. Listen. Listen. Do you want to know a secret? It's time to stop your gripes. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, man, there's nothing that cuts us off from the flow of our good, like a good gripe session. Yeah, it definitely cuts us right off. Why don't we kick off with these great three breaths? And what's great about when you write your little affirmations. Uh, it's strongly recommended that you do it in a rhyme, like a silly little rhyme. Because yes. although it may sound silly, you know, this isn't real religious. This isn't really, I need something serious. Well, no, actually the opposite is true. And when we make it your affirmations like a nursery rhyme, and I learned this from Florence Scoville Shin yes. in her book, The Game of Life and How to Play It. Yes. Uh, actually, it bypasses your critical mind, your right. conscious mind right. that's going, this is garbage. Your critical mind actually goes, oh, that's silly. But it lets it go right through the gate right. into your subconscious. And what it does, you start recreating a more a healthier pattern within your subconscious that really brings about the transformation in your circumstances, in your, in your affairs, in your health. That's right. And it's funny you say that because that voice is the voice of griping that is always complaining and has very good reason to continue complaining and then wants to find other people to bring around and complain. And they, like Jesus said, you got to become like a child in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. He also said the kingdom of heaven is within you, which is where your joy resides. So in order to come to this present moment, which is where heaven 
exists. Got to stop griping. Start doing what we're about to talk about here with our three breaths. Yes, because you also did say a merry heart does the body good, just like a medicine should. Nice. Is that like? <laughs> that, no, the, I added that last bit. He quotes just the Bible part. Oh, you're talking about Reverend Ike, right? Reverend Ike quoted the Bible saying, a merry heart does the body good. Does Yeah, is... Yeah, does the body good like a medicine? And I go, why didn't he add the little extra? Because maybe that commercial wasn't out yet. Yes. So I, I just added, a merry heart does the body good like a medicine should. There you go. I knew I sent some Ike in that. All right. I can always tell. Ike brings you more joy. I know. Than uh, anyone that, uh, that, you, that you discuss. That's right. And actually, I think uh, our guest actually snuck in or watched... Uh, a little Reverend Ike back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I, I think I remember him getting excited last time he was on. We yeah. talked about Reverend Ike. Yeah, so we're looking forward to hearing from our guests soon. All right. Yeah, we got. This is all about changing the channel because gripe is one channel, but that's not where the good stuff exists. So let's take a breath to clear our mind. Ah, when I praise, laugh, and shout, I put an end to fear, worry, and doubt. Ah. When I praise, laugh, and shout, I put an end to fear, worry, and doubt. Ah. When I praise, laugh, and shout, I put an end to fear, worry, and doubt. Yeah. Angels are so sweet. Okay, I got a little fact to share before we do the first reading. Let's hear it, man. I stumbled upon some interesting facts uh, recently. Factoids. And just because I stumbled upon them recently doesn't mean that they're just brand new. But um, it was a whole uh, talk by uh, doctors about how science yes. has now been confirming something a lot different than what we suspected was the theory of evolution, as Darwin put it, where he had originally put it as it's a competitive world and the tendency is through competition, we we evolve the stronger are this you know the survival right. of the fittest theory right and now these great philosophers and scientists have now since come to the conclusion since einstein and all the other people that have come since this hundred and something year old uh theory of evolution that although it may seem at some points that it's comp it's a competitive universe yes it really is not a competitive universe. It actually is, on the whole, a cooperative universe. Yes. And that the survival of the fittest is the organisms that can adapt to cooperate. It's yes. more harmonious than yeah. we had originally 
Well, I, 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 I've heard that even Darwin um, has been oversimplified to, with this whole uh, competition thing. I heard that even his real belief was more along the lines of what you're saying. Of harmonious. Yeah, it's a harmonious cooperative. Well, the word universe means one song. It's I know. It's all one song. So when we get into that state of unity, which is uh, as in Unity Online Radio, as in Unity, the this organization, uh, state of unity, we're actually seeing things as they, as they really are. And it feels good. That's it how you know good. it's real. It feels good. That's I, right. And I, there's no gripes. Well, once we get, just to bring it back to the griping portion, yes. griping is like thinking we're being victimized. Is And all of this is going on within our own mind because what we believe, we see in our life, right? So when we believe we're being victimized, we get more evidence that that's indeed what's actually happening. But every one of us has had a moment where we thought everything was personal. I know I have, and yes. then all of a sudden something happened. And I, maybe I lost it, and I said something. And as soon as I came down from that like nightmare I was having, I realized, wait, I was totally misinterpreting all of this and taking it personal when it really wasn't. It's yeah. actually a harmonious universe. Well, you know, it's funny. I like that you said we take it personal because when I take things personally, then it becomes a competitive yes universe within my own mind. Right. And it's funny how gripe and grip. That's very, exactly and, right. And it's, gri- it's you're tensing, tensing I'm up. I'm tensing up, and I'm preparing to hang on to what I have. Yes. And defend myself. It's funny because I'm the sure other, they must be related. Those words. They have to be. We yes. usually find this out. Yeah. Either through a guest or we read something serendipitously <laughs> later know. today, yes, yes. or we'll be turning on the radio and someone will right. agree with what we're saying here. Um, the other day, because you know sometimes. There's been a lot of strange things happening with people and their moods because, you know, the fear that goes on in everyone's mind, even mine. Yes. So um, I decided to take a little walk in my neighborhood yesterday when I had these thoughts about cooperation versus competition, being competitive. And I'm so grateful you read these books. We read these books in the morning. Not because we're better than anybody else, but because we feel we're at a disadvantage. No, I don't really mean that, but I mean they actually it's you gotta plug in just like you're plugging in your phone, yeah, you know, to charge your battery. And it just it gets my mind when I wake up, there's all sorts of thoughts, and they're not always the most pleasant when I wake right, up. Right, right. And someone said, you know, you can't just jump start into positivity. That's right. And it's just like when there's like thick goop in a cup you can't just pour out the goop that's right but you if you pour in clean water yeah it rinses it out and that's what the readings do they kind of like flush out the, right. the subconscious toxins that have accumulated over the evening and it gets me in a positive state and yesterday yeah. i was thinking about competitive competing versus cooperating and i forgot about it and i went on my walk right and there were some people around where i was walking yes. and i started to get the feeling of, yeah, well, I, I was just imagining the worst. I was griping. Right. And I was, I, and I felt alone. It's all about me. Right. And I started thinking, they're probably going to say something because, you know, I'm at this office building walking up the stairs just to get a little exercise, even though everything's closed. Right. And I could tell there was, or I, it just seemed to me that they were, right. What's that guy doing here? Yeah. You know, at least that's the story that that's was going on in your yes. head. And that's all that really So does. as that story started playing, I go, my mind, though, because I read these books earlier, I go, no, I don't need to c- compete or fight with them. Yes. I could just cooperate. And I imagine if they said, um, 
what do you, you know, I don't think you should be here on these stairs or whatever. Instead of going, me telling him off, I just imagine, oh, okay, no problem. Right. And it felt so good. And that's really what turned the other cheek. I even wrote when I went home, I wrote to myself, rather than prepare to fight, I prepare to cooperate. And that feels good to do. Yes. So it must be correct. And it goes along with even what Jesus said, you know, agree quickly with your adversary you know what i mean like yeah. you can you can oh it's, but i mean and your story is perfect because it really means agree with the adverse thoughts it, in your yes. head rather than trying to fight them because yes. if we fight them we end up making them more real we might end up getting a conflict with someone i used to do that i was like the king of getting conflicts with people because i thought i knew what they were thinking they were thinking about me and it wasn't until I started the thing that I ended up yes. pulling myself into something that never had anything to do with me in the first place. Yeah. That, that's why, I mean, this whole idea of getting rid of this griping, who, how dare they, ah, da, 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 all that stuff, that's like you said, that's more of a, it sets up this weird competition and strife. Yeah. Whereas the universe, which is one song, is a harmonious place and it's, but we just have to uh, prime our mind. I have to prime my mind on yes. a regular basis to see it, to experience it, to feel it. And as soon as I start feeling, getting the feeling, getting just one of those delightful thoughts that God or life drops into my brain, it's like putting on glasses. All of a sudden, I see things clearly. And wow, what a difference. And it changes the personality of the thing. Even if the thing does say something or the person or the situation. Yes, does say something that's out of alignment mm -hmm. with what I think should be said. Yeah. Or think or seems like an attack. That you know, this you hear this silly, these silly quotes by right. gurus, all you know, quoted by every success coach sure. ever. But until you take them to heart, they're just it's they're just nice things to say. And yeah, the, that's the key, is a, is a applying them to your own life. Yes. Otherwise, even listening to us. We, I was talking with our friend, Stephen, and we were saying, I was, it just occurred to me, go, listening to stuff and going to seminars, going wherever you go, groups, whatever, if we don't go home and apply it, it's like going to the doctor, he, gives the do oh he or God. she gives you some medicine, you go home, you don't take the medicine, but you just go back the next day and repeat, but never actually take the medicine. Oh my God, I got to read something from the message after this, but this is the quote from Gandhi. You probably heard it. If you haven't, it, it's good news to hear it for the first time. Whenever you are confronted with an opponent, conquer him with love. Yes. And then I just wrote to myself, love, if turned to, will remove my character defects. No doubt. And allow balance and harmony to be created. And what I mean is, I'm not thinking of the opponent. We're going to win him over. I'm going to be nice and go, all right. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, what it means is, Switch to love in my mind yes. first. Right. You know, because then we're not, if someone's in a grumpy mood, it's because they are misinterpreting who they are, what's going on around them. We don't have to then adopt their way of looking at things and look at them through the same lens. You know, I, I saw a video right before this that I wanted, that you made me think of, and that Gandhi quote is perfect, which was this man found, uh, where did they find that dog? I forget where they found this dog, but this dog had been chained up right. and not treated well and when he found it this guy has a um, some sort of shelter where he right. you know recovers these animals and helps them and he has this i think he has a french accent right. but anyway this dog had the sharpest teeth you yeah. know and he you know he had the protective glove yes. on and he said he just kept going you see how scared he is you see how scared he is yeah. and he slowly like kept getting closer 
suddenly, you know, like it didn't, even within one day, he finally allowed him to touch his head. The dog allowed him. Yes. And then at some point, the dog lets go of all that oh, fear yeah. and his face. You can see he's just like, I'm so tired of fighting. I'm so tired. Yes. Like, and he wanted that love. And it didn't take long for that dog to be to return to being actually yes. a loving creature. And the But that really helped me today because I was just thinking, like even you last night, we saw something in the news and it was like upsetting to you. It wasn't you. even the news. It, it came to the mayor sends out these yeah, these yeah. Scary everyone announcements knows that, to like, your the, phone with, with what's going on with the with the stuff going on that that you know, it's stay at home, wear the mask, this and that. But Daryl, I, I was so tired at the end of my day, and then Daryl got some uh, report about what you know what people were supposed to do, and and it upset him. And I was so tired, and I was just like, I had to lay down. I just lay down, but. Yeah, because then we were considering, are we even going to be able to do the show? You were yes. wondering that, yes. right? So, so then that, like, but whatever the case was, when I saw this video and I was meditating, I was like, so in order to not take it personal, I any of it, I I realized I just got to see people who are upset or as that dog who's like, you know, they're they're scared. And then I thought about myself, and I was like, look at what's coming up with me with with, yes. with these things I'm worried about with work, with this and that. It's because I feel scared right now. Yes. It was so helpful. I meditated going, oh, that's okay. I just feel scared right now. As I met it, like oh, so much stress because I was able to just go, you know what? All of this just means I'm feeling scared right now. Yes. And it's no big deal. And as I just breathed on that, everything started to become clearer. It was amazing. And then I dropped anything personal with the world or, you know, with yes. you, with any, it, it brought my heart. The, the, I started feeling love towards everyone. And that feeling is bringing the presence of God into this situation mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's, you know, that three word definition of God. God is love. And I never really knew what that meant until I realized, wait a minute. That means when I start bringing the feeling of love in my mind, in my mind, yeah, and I start instead of seeing these people as right attacking me or they're going to say something or right, you know, or whatever I'm thinking that th makes me feel disconnected because right. I'm griping, right? Um, when I bring it back to just imagine, let me just send them love in my, let me just think of how I can make them happy. It's a simple thing to think about. But once yeah. I start thinking, and it doesn't mean going out of my way to make someone happy. It just means in my mind, maybe this them acting this way or me feeling this way, in spite of how they're acting, means God's calling upon me to send them a blessing, to bless them in my mind. Well, dude, you, you always say it best, the best prayer. And I like when you say make someone happy, forget about doing That's it out right. there. In our own mind, yes, that's what see I mean. them as happy because yes. that's something you've helped me uh, practice. Yeah, when I see them happy in my mind, because you just thought, word, or deed, it doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be a deed or a, or a word. It could just be your thoughts, seeing them smiling and happy. Yeah, that is a deed. Taking the time to think loving thoughts about others is definitely a deed. And it's remarkable. You'll see them transform. I might as well just bring this up. Years ago during the Cold War, I used to, it was very scary. It's hard to imagine that now. But, I mean, we were like on the brink of nuclear disaster. It almost sounds unrealistic. But at that time, it was as scary as, as this thing going on. Right. You know, as... You know, this virus or terrorists or I mean, that's how we felt and thought. And I had to take it upon myself to just send love because I couldn't handle the anxiety. Right. 
of thinking any other way. So I would imagine these families in Russia happy and smiling. I'd actually imagine this love going across the whole United States. And as it moved, all these little families are lighting up with joy and feeling safe and happy. And they're with their children, smiling. And I let it move into the Soviet Union. And now through Instagram, you know, I have friends just happens, you know, all over the world. Right. And then I got this great uh, video on Instagram, personal from a Russian family in Russia, telling me how much they appreciate this yes card I wrote with the yes prayer on the back that we talk about on the show, the one word prayer, yes. And it just blew my mind. Right. Like this stuff, I used to hope, I used to maintain high hopes for that happening. Yes. And But I never expected, I knew it happened because then we became at peace. That's but I amazing. never expected me to experience it personally like this. That is amazing. See, what you did is what um, Eric Butterworth describes in Celebrate Yourself in a, in, a, in a reading called Up to Par Insurance. Up to Par Insurance. And he's talking about how one doesn't lose enthusiasm because he's getting old. He begins to age through the loss of enthusiasm. But even more than that, he's talking about the question is, are you willing to take responsibility for your life? We often delude ourselves that our problems are caused by the world. We think we are down because of what he did or what they are saying. We say it will be different when things change. Actually, the way we feel has little to do with things or persons and everything to do with how we may be reacting to them. To get up again, we need only to change our thoughts. Most of the things we get down about are like little pebbles. Hold a pebble close to your eyes and it fills your whole world. Hold it at a proper viewing distance and it can be examined and properly dealt with. Drop the pebble at your feet and it becomes part of the gravel of the path on which you walk. You can be up to par all the time if you have the desire to be. And if, this is what you did with the Russians, if you are willing to stir up the gift of God that was that is within you. Oh. What do you got there? Well, I can't... Uh... Can't find it at the moment. I can't find it at the moment, but you it was, do have a yeah. Tell us oh, that, and then you can read some uh, that well, Cohen. What I was gonna read was there's a there's a Bible we received from a nun, fan of the show. Yeah, we talked about it on the show before. The message version of the Bible, and um, it's a it's a it's a everyday language from the straight from the Greek, uh, from the Greek translation. Yes, and it talked about. Um, yeah, put oh, that thing down and just no say one, it. So it's cool. <laughs> well, basically, um, Jesus in here says it in a no exactly what you said. He said that, oh, Jesus says exactly what you said earlier about us applying and not just hearing it and thinking it's a great. Yeah. He basically says, look, you know, the, the be, ye, be ye doers, not just hearers of this yes. stuff. Only in the, in the straight translation, he even says... Yeah, you go. He even says you go to hear a speaker. Yes. And you get high. He goes, there's three types. The one that gets high on the emotion for that talk. Yes. And then doesn't follow through the yes. next day. Then there's the one that gets high on the talk and they go around telling everybody what they heard, but they're not living it. Yes. And he says, be the people that if you hear something that you feel is of value, you. It's a. It's only for you to put into practice in your life. Yes. And as a result, you won't need to tell anybody because they'll be impressed by your not just your behavior, 
but how much your circumstances will yes, have improved. There's no, there's no better uh, selling point for this these principles than to live it yourself and be an uh, example of joyful living. Okay, so we got here to wrap out the first half. This is from A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. Yes. It's uh, readings for every day. And I'm just going to skip to the good, yeah, the juicy I was just gonna bits. Say, I mean, since the show is called Don't Believe the Gripe. This is perfect. This is perfect because the gripe, it's like, how do you, what do you do when the gripe hits? And sometimes you feel the gripe. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it can trigger stuff within us. That's this right. is all the stuff we've been talking about. So if we're not going to believe the gripe, what are we believe? You know, like we're, this is all about what. What do we believe in? You know, like that's yes. We could, but, about. And the good news is, we can always pivot. Yes. To the light again, to to what we really want instead of right. You know what we what we're griping about is really things we don't want, but yeah. we're imagining that they're going to happen. That's right. And that's not that's that's a prayer for what you don't want. Right. And when we switch, we switch over to these principles that are universal and unchanging. So. Like the fact that life is always flowing in a, in a positive direction. These things don't change no matter what the gripe is telling us. And here's something we can think of. This is from May 14th. And it says, we may be praying, treating, or visioning for one result consciously while affirming the contrary subconsciously. Yes. This is what he means. When we pray for more abundance and let our mind go into a tailspin of worry, when we see an ominous newspaper headline, we envision a more rewarding relationship and then absorb our mind in trashy talk shows that splash abusive relationships before us like mud. We affirm good health and then get significant mileage out of telling the story of our illness. So it says, he, there's a few more of these examples, but here's the key. To move ahead, we cannot afford to cancel out our good work by feeding our holy mind thoughts and words to the contrary. Yes. Become aware of your subtlest indulgence in thoughts, feelings, and energies that negate the good you are trying to create. Yes. Keep coming back to what you want. Yes. Your vehicle will begin to travel when you take your foot off the brake. Yes. You know, and sometimes your subconscious mind will start clamping the brakes but just remember, that's just like what Emmett Fox calls the shrapnel. Sometimes there's stuff there's stuff buried in our subconscious mind that when we start affirming the good, will start to come up to be released. And at those times, we need to meditate, dummy down, as we say, and let it pass. And one good thing is because he's right. Sometimes I'm like, no, that's bullcrap. But then you could trick that subconscious by going, well, is it possible things could change for the better? Remember, yeah, like we Terry McBride taught us that. This. And somehow the subconscious mind goes, well, yeah, I guess possible. And that's all you need. Yeah, because you can't even force your own subconscious mind. You must be loving it with that yes. to encourage that along. All right, well, coming up next, Cat Whisperer Billy Crosby gets Daryl and Ed purring with today's daily word. Listen, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. 
If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Don't believe the gripe, Ed. That's right. It's don't, a sequel. Don't believe the gripe. It's a sequel. <laughs> the gripe can be very compelling. The gripe, when other people are griping, when our own mind starts griping, that can be the most compelling. Because lately, I feel like I'm having to redefine. It's not, it's a new version of me, a, a version of me that is renewed, is required to deal with situations in a new way. You know what kicks off the gripe in a very scared way in my mind? What's that? When I get the thought, uh, maybe they know something I don't know. Yeah. I start doubting. Or that's just who I've always been. Well, listen to this. From Emmett Fox, from uh, The Captain is on the Bridge, I uncovered a little, uh, one more piece of it. We've read this uh, reading many times, but we never read this part. So it says, when you went to Europe on one of the great ocean liners, you never worried about your safe arrival because you had perfect confidence in the captain. You knew that the Canard or the French line would not risk the ship in incompetent hands. When you woke up in the night with the ship rocking, you did not run up on the bridge and tell the captain to be very careful or to mind what he was about or to ask him if he was sure he knew the way. You stayed in your cabin and went to sleep again because you knew that the captain was on the bridge. The captain is on the bridge. God is still in business. All you have to do is realize the presence of God where trouble seems to be, to do your nearest duty to the very best of your ability and to keep an even mind until the storm is over. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. And now I'm going to go right into another. This is a good way to get yourself back into a place where you trust that the captain is on the bridge because sometimes we're the gripes are usually we're carrying too much crap in our head. Yes. So let's so, hear what this was. is called unload that camel. Also from Emmett Fox from what May what? 13 in around the year with Emmett Fox. Oh, go to darylnet.com there's a reading list if you want to order any of these books from Amazon or a book dealer uh, it's there for you. Okay. Jesus said it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The simile used by Jesus was a graphic one for his listeners. In those days, every important city was surrounded by a wall for defense. There would be a large gate in the wall, and this would be closed at sunset and placed under an armed guard. There was usually, however, a low wicket gate known as the needle's eye set in the big door. When a laden camel arrived after sunset, the only way it could get in was to be unloaded of all merchandise whereupon it could squirm on its knees through the needle's eye. Unload your camel if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes. You do this, of course, not by getting rid of conditions in themselves, but by getting rid of your sense of dependency on them. Yes. Very often you will find yourself so glad to be without a lot of that merchandise that you will never put it back. And I wrote to myself, I unload old ideas, resentments, regrets, and resistance. I unload the concern, cast the burden on the Christ within, and I go free. The, the amazing truth is, it's usually, it's not what happens that creates the issues for us. It's it's our gripes about them. Yes. It's when we start pulling people in to these problems that we imagine that we're having. Someone recently said, oh, I'm having trouble because my world is turned upside down. And I said, 
Uh, well, I, I, it wasn't genius. I, I was just listening and reflecting and thinking about myself, and I realized the world never turns upside down. Something simple happens, like Jeff Spikes on our last episode talks about something, whatever happens, something comes up. And then our mind goes, the world's turning upside down like Chicken Little. And it starts griping, and then it starts pulling people in. And before you know it, it feels really real. But the truth is, if we would just say, the world's not turning upside down. The captain's on the bridge. Uh, Everything's good. Something happened for me yesterday. I can't remember. But I was like, I'm not telling anyone anything about what my mind is saying about this. Because I don't want to bring anyone else yes. into my nightmare. And it worked. Here I am. All right. So let's thank the listeners. Thank you so much for checking in, for listening to the show, for sharing the show. If you listen on uh, the Apple Podcast app, which used to be iTunes, if you listen wherever you listen, if you make a comment, a review, uh, a rating, more people will hear the shows, and we appreciate that. But regardless, we appreciate hearing from you. You can go to the Facebook fan page to, to communicate with us or go to DarylNed.com. There's a contact form. You can go to DarylNed.com to find out everything about the show, free videos. There's meditations. There's all kinds of great stuff, YouTube channel. If you want to mail, uh, send us anything through the mail, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Let's thank the um, chief engineer. Jeff Keeps Comfort. getting more handsome by the day. Jeff Comfort. Oh, man, he brightens our day. gets us ready for the show every time we see him. And and, and the pug, audio puggins. Not, let's not forget the pugs. Each week. He takes us right into the comfort zone. Shout out to Message of Hope. They provide free spiritual materials to those in need. We love the blind or visually impaired community. If you want to uh, access them or support them, 866-421-3066. There's a show on Unity Online Radio called Message of Hope, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Messages this is not to be confused with that. <laughs> but check that out as well. You might enjoy that. Yes. Yes. So uh, shout out, Prayer Line. Dude, the prayer line is a great way to stop believing in the gripes, man. Oh, my God. Just call them. Try it. Even if it feels foolish, that means you really ought to try it. Because when I call, it's like this commitment to I'm getting out of the gripe. Just the act of calling yeah. is starting to unlock my grip on my gripe. Yes. You know what's funny? Well, first of all, the, the number for the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAY. 800-669-7729. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. I used it this morning. You could text in your prayers. And I was just realizing a lot of people drag their gripes and turn them into prayers. Ooh. That's what they're praying is griping. And then wondering why they're getting more of the same. That's the difference. Affirmative prayer is, a, is building what some people call the mental equivalent. It's affirming what's real, affirming yes. what's good until we wake up and realize you know, that we are in heaven right now yes. in this wonderful universe. One thing we use to help remind us every day, we use it liberally. We pour ourselves three fingers of the Daily Word every morning. Yes. If you want to order the Daily Word, you can go to DarylNed.com um, or go to DailyWord.com. Or if you just want to read it, it's at the uh, bottom. Every day it refreshes the new Daily Word on the bottom of DarylNed.com or DailyWord.com. And you can read it. Like I said, we use it as part of our... Morning routine, and uh, another fellow who practices these things, reads the Daily Word, and is here to share and enlighten us and help us stop griping, is our good friend. He's been on the show many times, and we're happy to have him back all the way from New York City, Billy Crosby. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, how are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, we made it this far, right? Well, you know what? It's funny that, uh, 
you know, we have a lot of folks here in the Big Apple walking around and carrying on and doing whatever it is they do. And uh, every now and then somebody pulls me over and go, what are you so happy about? <laughs> and I said, you know, I said, you need a lawn chair for this, for this buddy. You need to get yes. a lawn chair. It's going to take a few minutes now. So. Right. Oh, I love that you brought that up, Billy, because a line has been helping me lately because there's certain things I walk into, you know, group type settings mm. And for a long time, I would feel like, oh, well, you know, I better tone down the the joy. I don't want to seem yeah. disrespectful. And you know what? I read this Bible verse. Not that I'm a bibliotician like Ed. A bibliotician. <laughs> but uh, I also do hair and nails. <laughs> isn't it funny that, that bi- bi- Bible just means it's library? It, that's all Bible yeah. means? I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, it's from Latin. Like biblioteca. So um, it's uh, it was simple. It says, maintain your joy and peace. I don't need to look it up because I've been memorizing it. Maintain your joy and peace, even among the troubled. Mm. Yeah. Don't don't squash it. Because I have the tendency to think, oh, better. This might seem disrespectful. So I'll just sit here and listen to them commiser. You mm. know, I don't know if I want to commiserate with them, but I could listen to them commiser. But that's not healthy. Commiser, that's a word? No, I just made it up. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. If they want to commiser, I don't have to commiserate with them. It's almost like, uh, I don't know, I've probably in, in many of my readings read it someplace, but I think it's, it's almost like our duty to shine. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, yes. the, the thing is, like, to, to say, well, since everybody else is miserable, I'm going to be miserable, too, because I'm afraid that people won't like me if I'm not miserable. I mean, that, that kind of spreads the misery, basically. Yes. You know? So the thing is to walk in there, and then at some point down the road, a week later, a day later, an hour later, some guy comes over and says, hey, man, I noticed that while it was pouring rain outside, you were dancing in the rain while everybody was running for cover. What's up with that? Yes. And then right. you, you get to tell people what it is, and then, uh, and then you know, a seed is planted, and, and you don't know how it's going to grow. You know. Yeah, nine times out of ten, they they even start responding in the moment. Right. Like, when I think, oh, I shouldn't share this, or it might be, <laughs> and la- just yesterday, I called Daily Word. Right. I'm not, yeah, Silent Unity. Sorry, I called Silent Unity Prayer. I was going to talk at this meeting, and one of the things she said is, she said to me. So you can share with humility. And it finally hit me. Humility meant to not be ashamed to share how happy I am as a result of doing the things I do. You know, humility for so long in my subconscious means, um, you know, keep a damper on it, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, not, you know, if it's anything positive, keep right, a damper on it. Right. It would be like going to the gym and then walking around in a hefty bag. You know, yes. it's just like, it's yes. like, see the work. This is, you know, how did I get this? I did the work. You know. Yeah, and that's humility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's great because this way, it's like your actions, like you were describing, Billy, speak the loudest. Right. The joy is what mm. speaks the loudest because right. I used to. Even if I didn't agree, I'd go in to try to convince people of something different. Mm. But there's a difference in what we're talking about. Humility is being able to go up there and go, look, I'm just practicing 
what I've learned and it works. It's not, yes. I'm not making this stuff up and that just takes the weight off. It's not my job to change anyone. It's my job to just live joyfully. And then as a result, I love, I love to share or suggest things if someone is receptive to it, but I'm not on some crusade to change the world because right. The truth is the world doesn't need changing. We just need to change our mind about the world and see it for what it really is. Yes, because you just made me realize the arrogance comes across when either myself or somebody else right. is sharing from a place of I'm the exception. Yes. Like I'm not mm. like you folks. I listen, mm. one day maybe you'll be as cool as me mm. or have, but, <laughs> right. but instead right. when I'm sharing from I'm sharing as an example, like, hey, guys, like, I'm doing this, this, and this, and look what's happening, and right, anyone right. can do it, you right. know, that that's humility instead of, well, I better not share this, because they're going to think it's right. silly that I write right. down little nursery rhymes, or they're going to think I'm a goody two-shoes, because right. I write my little <laughs> journal every day, right. but no, they, people need to hear that, just like I needed to hear that yeah. from someone. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. And I, I was thinking about what you were saying, Billy, which is great too. It's it's what it's you know how I love hearing other people talk about it because I learn things just become so much more clear for me. So I was real. I, it's just so obvious when you said it that if I'm doing what brings me joy, then even if everyone in the room doesn't go along with it, when I leave, I still have my yes, joy. Yes. 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 So why does it matter anyway? Yeah, because yes. when I shrink and commiser in my mind, mm. with the commiser, man. I, when I commiser with the Nebuchadnezzars, <laughs> when I commiser with the Nebuchadnezzars, I feel worse after the meeting. Yeah, yeah exactly. I feel worse. It's actually like I allowed myself to be taken over by a lower frequency. Even if I'm, even if I perceive that as a scary situation and then I overcome it and I get high, I still end up coming down. Yes. It's better to let go of the fear first. Yes. Mm. And, and not even then I, why, why slay a dragon that I'm the only one who's, I'm really the only one seeing it anyway. You know, like I made it up in the first place because that was it, the tools used to help me kind of, or I used to use them to overcome the dragon and I'd go up, but I went up and down, up and down. I'd rather apply it every day yes. first and then not even and realize, wait, if I'm seeing this this scary dragon, then like Daryl's book says, what if Godzilla just it's just Godzilla needs a hug? And usually yes. the hug is me. I'm the one who needs it mm -hmm. first. Like I'm back to my senses, I realize I don't need to desperately change anyone or anything. You know, I'm a child of God. I'm taken care of. If, like like we said, if someone wants it or, or I'm invited to share, that's a whole other thing. Yes. So uh, why don't we get into the daily word? All right. And today the daily word is listen. In the stillness, I listen. When the world is rife with clamorous noise and chatter, I may become distracted from purposeful activity. My energies may be dissipated as I listen to gossip, dissect the news of the world, news of the day, worry about the stock market, or fret over trivial matters. In my inner sanctuary, I find comfort and solace. Taking time to go to a quiet place, space, breathing slowly and deeply, stilling all thought, and releasing all worry, concern, or attachment, I create a sacred space to listen. In the silence, I surrender my worries and wants to the grace and peace I need, which I find within. As I listen, I build my trust in the divine. 
My faith is renewed as I absorb all that I have received in silent contemplation. I return to my activities refreshed and refocused. And from uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 9, and he said, let anyone with ears to hear, listen. Uh, that's some that's some great stuff because I think uh, I think we are all in a moment right now where the practice of this stuff is kind of paramount. Yes, you know because it's so. I mean, uh, you always hear people say, "Oh, you know, I live in the day and live in the moment, and where my feet are is where I am." And usually that is true, but the mind is somewhere else. You know, the mind is thinking about what I heard on TV, what this guy said, what happened here, how my day didn't go. And we spend all of our time there as opposed to where we are. Now, the the thing is, what I dig the most about all this stuff is that when this stuff happens, and it will, to take that time to stop and pause and redirect you know, you think yes. you guys were talking about that before when you when your mind is gone, oh, you know, this is so horrible and and this guy said that, you go, "Hey. God is great." Yeah. God is good. You know, everything is I'm right where I'm supposed to be and everything is fine and I want to be filled with love and peace and humility right. and that's how I want to carry on. I don't want to get in the whirlpool because once you get in that whirlpool, I mean it's it's so it's so easy to slide into that. Oh, very so easy. easy, you know, and, and the thing is, uh, remember what they used to say about habits? It, it takes like a, a second, you know, uh, a life. What, what what do they say about habits? It takes a long time to break them, you well, know. It takes, but, yeah, it takes a long time to get them and then yeah, uh, a long time, time and a to second to break them. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, it's, it's like, it's, well, it's one is a variation of one of those things. I say, and say, I don't even think about that anymore. But the, right. uh, but the thing is, is, is just like with anything, it's a practice. And yes. it's a practice to say, you know, whenever I go there, I got to come back. You know, for people yes. who meditate, and for people who meditate, they tell us that in med- meditation, when you're sitting quietly and you find your mind straying, come back to your breath. You know, come yeah. back to your breath. You know, when your mind goes off on trivial matters, and usually, you know, truthfully, you know, between you, me, and everybody who's listening, most of the stuff that's going on in our heads is trivial stuff. Yes. yes. You know, it's not really anything of any import. It's usually, oh my God, my socks don't match, and you know, I forgot to do the laundry. Right. And and in uh, like in the morning, I say one of my morning routines is before I do anything, I pray. And we'll say, well, you know, well, what if you have to go to the bathroom? I say, you know what? I got to put that on hold because I know in the minutes between waking up and going to the bathroom, three minutes, the mind is in effect. It takes over. And then what would happen is that you end up not praying. Right. Now your mind is filled with this stuff. So I said, the first thing I do, I get up and pray and connect with God, you know, and 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 ask for all the things, you do know, all the things that I that I do in the morning and and read my my books and and get that in my head. Yes. So that I carry on with the day because otherwise, you know, I mean, but 
in case you don't do it, in case you just got to go. <laughs> right. You know, you got to be mindful to come back and get back at it. Get back. Yeah. And come That's back why and I have uh, inspiring books even in the bathroom. Yes. So if I, I have to sit there first, I pick up yeah. one of those books and That's start right. reading even while That's I'm right. in there. That's where I saw that line that said, maintain your joy and your peace. Um, even among the troubled, I saw that while I was right. on the can. Well, one thing you said uh, reminded me of the reading I did. I read from Celebrate Yourself, which is any thought that's in our head, as small as it is, and like you said, it's all trivial, but it doesn't feel that because our mind is like a lens. Whatever we yes. focus it on, and if we have that, like she so talked about, yeah. if we put a pebble close to our eye, it looks like we're looking at a whole planet, right? But if we pull it away or even just let go of it, it turns into nothing. And Daryl taught me this lesson in a great way, which was he said, like, that's the reason why you look at the moon and it looks so big because we don't even realize our eyes autofocus and pull things like closer to us visually. But yes. then you take a picture of it with your iPhone or whatever phone you have right. and it turns into like it's not even worth taking a picture of but that's right, a more right. of an accurate just like a field of vision whereas our eyes we don't even realize it's focusing hyper on what we want it to focus on thank goodness exactly. right and, but our mind right. is the same way and that's yes. why when we pray and practice it's like our mind will auto focus back to whatever it was set on you know for whenever so in the morning we take the time to like oh we can focus on what we want we can loosen up our mind yes. we can then we can change the focus and put it in a positive, in, you know, into yeah. what we really want to, to be yes. on. And yes. focusing on what we really want feels good. Yes. And that feeling brings to us yes. the things that we really want. And it can feel scary letting go. No, but this is so important. Right. right? Because it's like wrapped in fear, but no, let go. Ah, or, or the so news better. is saying this, but the news, but see, that's how I know it's, it's BS and bad science. Mm, yeah. Mm, because mm. I know it's, because I'm having to convince myself yes. why the right. bad thing is true. Exactly. And I never have to convince myself when I have that good feeling yes. that this is, this is true. I just want to, one thing, uh, yesterday's daily word, this even a line could save your right. butt. And, you know, just yesterday's daily word didn't really hit me with anything, but one line did. It said, to focus my awareness on the powerful yet gentle beating of my physical heart. And it went on to say, but I, that hit me. And I go, wait a minute. And it made me think it's spiritual power and intelligence that beats my heart. Yes. It's spiritual power. I'm not mm. like this. I'm not like that life force. It's yes. incredible. So it made me think, wow. wait a minute. I'm not this, this flimsy thing that could easily yes. be destroyed by something. There is a spiritual power. Yes. That's. That's igniting our hearts right now yes, and making yes. them beat. That's a powerful thing. Yes, yes indeed. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not like yes, this indeed. weak, um, right. what would you call it, flimsy. <laughs> no, no, I agree. Like, like organism. <laughs> yeah, well, there's an there's a institute, Heart Math Institute, where they study that your, your heart actually produces more thoughts than even your brain, and it's a center right. of thought. That makes it's sense. Just, when I, when I was a kid, I used to have this uncle whenever stuff used to get out of hand, whether we were in the park and people were fighting at the softball game or arguing over who got food and stuff. Like you say, Bill, maintain your cool. Maintain nice. your cool. Well, that's why thought, we love you. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I said it. I thought that was real, real crazy because I thought, well, how, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you? He said, well, that's kind of the point. Be, is that you know you're not going to be of any use to yourself or anybody else 
if you jump into this 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 maelstrom that's going yes. on, so step back, breathe, maintain your cool, and you know, and then go on and do the next thing, and you're gonna be all right. That is perfect words for us to uh, end on. We got to get wrap up this show. Billy Crosby, thank you so much for coming on yes. and sharing your wisdom and your joy with us. And hey, thanks for hanging with me. You know, it's uh, just in lastly in closing, it's funny. It's like every time I'm uh, going through stuff when things get a little too overwhelming and stuff like that, you guys pop up. Oh, <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> man. I get an email or something and I go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. And then I think Dion Warwick said that's what friends are for. That's yes. What friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Love you. Oh, we have a we have a story to read. Oh, a story about you, Billy. Listen up. Uh-oh. Jeff Comfort was on vacation in New York City. One day he was walking through Central Park when he saw Billy Crosby playing chess with one of the cats he was sitting. <laughs> Jeff said to Billy, I can't believe what I'm seeing. You have a cat that plays chess. What a clever animal. Quick as a flash, Billy replied. Come on, Jeff. He's not really that clever. I'm beating him six games to two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes I gotta tell my cat that story. Yes, <laughs> yes. Here, look, speaking with the cat dragged in, here's Enzo, the FedEx feline. Once again from man. Susie Thompson, original Susie.com, S U S I E. She's our Facebook good news, or puts a lot of great art on our Facebook fan page. She says, Okay, guys, like seven minutes into the episode uh, with Sue Hodgson, grin and share it, and I'm calling it the best episode yet. And as the good newser, I know these things. So have a fantastic day, y'all. Wow, thank- oh. Curtis Lee. Hey, cats, how you doing? Didn't you sing the song Pretty Little Angel Eyes? Oh, no, no. The original lyrics went something like this. Sing it with your angel eyes. Sing it with your angel eyes. Sing it with your angel. Sing it with your angel. Sing it with your angel eyes. Visit DarylAndEd.com to Billy find Crosby, easy links you. to everything we do. Jeff Cooper! And as always, thank Rachel you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl Ned on Unity Online Radio. See it with your angel eyes. See it with your angel eyes. See it with your angel. See it with your angel. See it with your angel eyes. You! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 